advice. All right. How you doing, listeners? Welcome to Sound Advice, the podcast where we give advice every single week and where tonight, love is in the air. Yo, yo, yo. That's right. It's our Valentine's Day podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> so hold on tight to hear all sorts of relationship tips and to experience the love, the hate, the drama. So whether you're listening from a hot date, crying alone at home, or just enjoying your independence, thanks for tuning in. I'm Kelsey. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Marcus. And wow, what an intro. <laughs> I was going to say that when I was prepared. <laughs> that was quite the intro. But yeah, so today's our Valentine's Day podcast, so we're going to talk about love and stuff. Yes, we are. Yep. But our first segment is called Good Vibes, where we try to put a positive twist on all sorts of bad situations. And our first topic is how to keep the romance alive after the honeymoon phase. So as you guys know, honey, well, maybe, but honeymoon phase usually refers to about the first six months of a relationship where you kind of ignore all your friends and you're together all the time and it seems perfect and you've never been happier. And obviously there's going to be an end to that. Mm -hmm. So what do you do after? You cry. <laughs> no, you don't cry. What okay. you got to do first off is you got to keep the relationship fresh, you know? How do you do that? Okay, so... Wait, uh, have you been in a relationship longer than six months? Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm just making sure. Just making yes. Sure. Jeez, don't trust me? Nope. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, longest relationship was almost three years. Yeah, yeah, almost That's three years. Time. I know, yeah, you're telling me. But <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I'd say to get to keep the honeymoon phase either going or to keep the relationship going after the honeymoon phase, I'd just say, you know, you gotta you got to change up the game a little bit. You know, you got to... Make things that uh, I guess you might take for granted after a while because I feel like that's what makes the honeymoon phase so nice, you know, because everything is new and fresh. But then eventually you'll start taking things for granted. So do that. And then when you see that things are being taken for granted, don't take them for granted, you know. Like, I mean, that's hard to do. That's like saying, I don't know, just don't. I don't know. That That's weird advice. Yeah, how, it's, how it's hard. That? But like you just got to think about the things that, you know, you used to really appreciate and then you probably find yourself not caring as much as you used to and then you know remember why you used to really appreciate it and then go back to that for example um i mean it's not has to do with me personally but mm -hmm. i mean you know some people will like will like uh i don't know their lovers home cooking or something like that you know but then if they keep doing it after a long period of time eventually they'll be like ah whatever you know you just come home you expect somebody to cook for you get your meal you just eat it up and you're done but you know like every that one then like take the time and be like hey let's appreciate the meal man <laughs> No, I get what you're saying. Uh, like when you start out, it's all new and it's everything about that person usually is exciting and fun. And then I think as you go on, stuff that you used to love kind of maybe is annoying or you just, like you said, get used to it. So I think just stepping back every once in a while and just thinking about why you love the person, why you originally got with them um, and just the little things that used to really stand out to you. Because a lot of time that fades away when you, you know, it's like friends too. You kind of just take them for granted because they're there. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's important just to every once in a while kind of keep reality in check and be like, okay, I still really love that they do this or this. That's true. But like, even if your relationship, I don't know, there might be a reason why it's kind of gone downhill. Like maybe not even that you're just tired of them, but like, I don't know, it's trite. So I feel like you got to obviously try to keep the love alive, but I don't, I feel like that's really hard to do. Um, relationships last because people keep the love alive I mean, I mean some some people just have a loveless relationship and they just keep going i mean if you start out loveless then obviously you can't look back and be like oh that was fun that was good so if your foundation is good and then after six months you know i, I think after six months you're it's 
it's weird. It's like you obviously still still love the person, but you're like, okay, I guess I'm in this kind of for the long haul. Um, this isn't as exciting as it used to be. Um, but here's what I appreciated about the person. And then here's like new things we can do, new adventures we can go on, maybe new topics we can finally bring up because the honeymoon phase is very kind of surface level sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you think it's deep, but it's really just surface level trying to get to know the person and how you, and just spending a lot of time with them kind of just doing silly things. But then after that, you, you realize, oh, we should talk about different subjects. See if we like this side of the person as well. One of the ways you can kind of keep going and keep it alive after the honeymoon phase is obviously the communication. Um, if you keep communication up, if you guys, you know, try and talk at least once a day on the phone or it depends your habits on, on talking. A lot of couples just talk differently. Some text all through the day, some call, you know, once a day. So make sure you keep that up. Or if you see them once a week, maybe every time once a week and, you know, just tell them what's going on in your life. Make sure, because a lot of times it's easy for the other person to feel like they're falling behind in their li- in your life, mm-hmm. or maybe not as included as they used to be. Because at some point in this, you know, journey, you go from spending all, all the time with them to realizing, oh, I still have my friends here. I should spend time with them or my family, um, and they have to understand that. And then you guys, you guys just kind of have to realize there's going to be a shift. Yeah, and I think even if you do step away and like you spend other time with people and you do different things like in your career. I think that can be, like, really good conversation topics to have with your partner because, like, you're separated, so, you know, like, absence makes the heart grow fonder, yada, yada, you know, like, I don't just find new things to talk about and don't spend all your time with that person. That's very true. It's It, it gets more exciting for you guys because you guys both have, instead of experiencing everything together, where there's only so much you can talk about it after, if you guys both have different experiences you know, you can both share them and learn from them and kind of discuss them. So I think that's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, no matter how much you love this person, if you are twenty four seven with them, you're just gonna you're gonna get burnt out. So yeah. definitely try to try to go do something else with other people. You know. Mm-hmm. And I think another reason relationships kind of go downhill after the relationship phase, or not go downhill, but just get like mm-hmm. boring, is because I don't know. Sometimes people can be looking at different like ends means to an ends like in the future like some people may not want the same things but mm-hmm. i think if you have a communi- if you like communicate about what you both want like that can re-inspire you guys to like be together and be happy and like achieve things together like have the same goals you know yeah goals is a big thing if you again starting out you're it's superficial you don't really talk about anything in the future really for the most part but after that you kind of realize okay, if I want to be this, with this person, but I have this goal and, you know, I've always had this goal. I don't want to give up the goal. So kind of just make sure they're on the same path. Obviously, you can have totally different careers, but make sure some of the, you know, basics are on the same path. I mean, with communication, I feel like that's that's really important, definitely. And then if you take it to the other aspect of communication, as in communicating on the negative side mm-hmm. with arguments and stuff like that, True. I mean, you have to make sure that uh, I guess you get your message across correctly because if you have an argument or something and then you just end it like that, or even if you try to work it out, but you know, you still see that there's some loose ends that haven't been patched up. I mean, that'll carry on and like it shouldn't, but it does. And then it'll just build up to a giant, maybe catastrophic end. So you got to make sure that you, you repair the loose ends throughout the relationship. Yeah. And like you were saying earlier, like be grateful. Like even if you do have an argument or something, like, be like, hey, there's a reason why I really like this person and I still want them in my life. Like, you have to remind yourself of that. Yeah, that's a 
even in times of when you're arguing, arguing, if you, I don't know, I think you would regret in your future if you look back and said, I lost this person because of this silly argument. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Marcus said, it, it builds up and then something small can make something huge and then everyone brings back these certain specifics, stuff like that. So if every you know, argument disagreement is kind of settled at the time, then you're not going to have to worry about it coming up in the future or affecting how you think about that person. Yeah, fun fact. I believe, uh, what, one out of five relationships have ended because of the argument that uh, the guy does not uh, put the toilet seat back down. <laughs> what? I mean, that's a made-up statistic, but... Uh, is it made up? I feel, like, I feel like that is a good estimate. One out of is five. Is that really made up? One out of five. You, you sound too sure about it. <laughs> I would believe it. <laughs> Along the same lines as that, like... Even if it's a little grievance, if someone is really annoying you, like, I think this is kind of off the good vibes track, but, like, if you really don't like a person anymore and the relationship isn't going anywhere, I think you should, like, maybe separate, like, maybe don't try to keep the romance alive, like, maybe it's not worth it to you, and I think you have to really be, like, introspective and kind of, you know, think what's best for you and your relationship and your partner. Yeah, I think, you know, if after the, you know, honeymoon, you're kind of like, wait a minute, this is not exactly who I thought you were or something. Mm -hmm. You you can't let time be the decider of if you stay someone like, oh, I've already been with them six months. That would have been wasted. I mean, you don't want to waste like your whole life with this person. So you got to not think about how long you've been together if you want to break up because sometimes after five, 10 years, people, I mean, tens a lot, but people just really realize that they've changed or Mm -hmm. that the other person's changed and they don't like that person anymore. So it's not a crime to let yourself go and let them go because if you don't really like them anymore you're doing them a disfavor disservice as well yeah you're doing yourself a disservice like if you're miserable like don't stay around for the wrong reasons it's useless but in general like um going back to honeymoon phase i think a lot of what people deal with now especially people our age is like the social media aspect Mm -hmm. because when you first get into a relationship it's it's this weird phenomenon of uh, facebook official and then everyone's like congratulating you Mm -hmm. um which is weird to me because it's like not supposed to be this huge lifetime achievement. That's but. what I'm saying, man. It looks like you got married when you put <laughs> it on Facebook. Oh my god! Or like won this award. It's kind of strange. Yeah. Um. So again, maybe that's why people hold back if they want to break up is, or they want to just keep this persona alive. And after the honeymoon phase, you know, you're not gonna feel amazingly. You're not gonna feel the same. So don't like worry about other people judging your relationship. On oh, you guys okay? You haven't posted a picture you haven't you know talked about them as much and because in the beginning you're going to probably talk about each other a lot but mm-hmm. it'll die down and people might ask questions or something but yeah we're fine you know we're just being more private something like that yeah yeah it, i thought it was really funny when you brought up social media though because i thought you're going to talk about the other part where people get mad at you and stuff for uh for you know posting or liking pictures or something oh. on social media yeah you know what i'm talking about if yeah, your yeah. partner's like that though like yeah, that's if, an issue. yeah if you got a partner like that you got some problems I mean, unless you are like that, too, then in that case, hey, I mean, good luck to both of you. Nah, you should be more accepting. Unless, like, they're blatantly being rude or cheating or something. It's just a, a huge jealousy issue and a self-insecure issue. Mm-hmm. Social media really, you know, it doesn't aid you if you already have if you already have um, issues with yourself or with jealousy. Like, it's not going to help you at all. So I think you, you just got to kind of deal with it and be like, okay, the kind of talk to yourself like this is not a big deal because you're gonna just every time you see them liking something you're just gonna be mad yeah i mean what they're still with you for a reason right so maybe yeah take pride in that now yeah i mean that's i guess it it varies but most times right i mean they with you for a reason so 
whatever they do on social media, hey, they ain't tripping, you know. They just they just doing their thing, and they always gonna come back to you, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, you hope so if it's a good relationship. And I think too, um, when you start spending less time with the other person, maybe that also would ask other people asking questions like, "Oh, you're not going with them tonight? You usually do." Blah blah blah. Um, and I think it's just a, being a mature thing as you go on in the relationship. Like you're both getting more mature um, and growing with each other, and you can realize that you don't need them by your side to enjoy yourself or to have fun. You know, you're going to see them again, and again, you can you can both talk about these things separately. Um, with separate experiences so I don't think you should worry if again people asking like oh where are they stuff like that because you mm-hmm. need to be alone sometimes you're not a joint person yeah and again like if you're around them 24 7 you will get tired of this person and want to like strangle them <laughs> yeah and I think um maybe after the honeymoon phase obviously I mean personally I think this is a little early but some people move in together after a year after nine months or whatever mm-hmm. um, and I think it's important if you do that to, and you make that decision to make sure you both have your own hobbies um, if you hang out friend groups together, you know, at least you're with other people, but make sure you guys are both going off and doing other things. I would say a lot of people get in the habit of, they both go to separate jobs and they come home and they're both there all the time because mm-hmm. they think, Oh, I could spend time with them. But it's, I don't know. I feel like that kind of makes it boring and not as exciting anymore. Hey, sign that prenup, baby. Sign that prenup. <laughs> That's not what I said. I think it depends <laughs> on the type of person though. Cause some people are like, pretty independent and want to do their own things but some people are also very dependent so i think you got to find a nice balance or at least like if you're a very dependent person find another dependent person and like don't hate your significant other if they're like the opposite of you that's so true you have to like work it out because after honeymoon phase the independent people are going to be like okay time to do our own things and if you're dependent that's going to hurt you a lot Mm -hmm. so even if i mean it's hard to like find someone that's happens to be dependent too you know right. you don't really know at the beginning but I think having that discussion and mm-hmm. saying okay I really want to see you this many times a week if the other person says no like I think that's too much you know there might be a problem there yeah. that and again you either work it out or if it just doesn't end up it doesn't end up yeah and I feel like the biggest thing about uh moving in with your lover is uh making sure that wherever you guys move in that you have already signed some kind of contractual agreement that if it you know, if something is to happen where one of you is to leave the house or the relationship or something that, you know, it's still going to work out because too many times I've heard stories of people who, you know, will move in an apartment together because, you know, they're lovers and all that good stuff. And then something's going to happen. The relationship doesn't work out. And then, you know, contractually, they're still bound to the apartment or something like that. And then it's just a big mess. So make sure that you guys get that worked out. Yeah, because if you're not married and you're you're pretty young, you're going to college together in an apartment, that's obviously fine to live together. But I, I agree. I think you got to be realistic and you got to just, at the end of the day, look out for yourself. And you never know what's going to happen. You never know. Again, personalities can change. Maybe they break up with you and you do not want to be stuck living with someone you don't like anymore. Yeah, yeah. And when you get the when you get that all signed up and stuff, I mean, it's not personal. Like, you oh, gotta yeah. let them know. It's not personal. It's yeah. just you got to look out for each other, you know? There should be some level of, like, trust. But definitely, yeah, don't trap yourself. Yeah, just, I, I think that's a huge thing, though, is it's not personal. You, you guys have to talk about this and say, listen, we're doing this just, you know, because we're young and we won't even be here that long. So just to make sure everything's okay. Um, maybe your parents are helping out pay for it or stuff like that. Or you want to, you know, it's easier for you guys to pay. I think you just got to work that out, talk it out, make sure it's good for both of you. Um, If a joint lease is the best for you, then that's your choice. But you just got to look out for yourself. True. Yeah, I mean, because, like, 
you know, I've, I've known friends who have the same issues, you know, and they're just friends. You know, the mm. people are just friends. Yeah. They move in together. They have issues. And then, you know, one of them moves out or something like that. And then, you know, the other's like bound with the contract who's still trying to, you know, work it out now that the other person's not there. Mm. And I mean, and when you're in a relationship, if you guys get in arguments, the arguments are probably going to be even more heated than just, you know, a friendly, you know, right. just friendship argument. So, I mean, it can get even worse. So I'd say, yeah, always be on the lookout. And I think you should not look at arguments as a bad thing. Um, the honeymoon phase, a lot of times there's not probably not any arguments where it's very little or about kind of silly stuff. But then as you keep going with the relationship, a lot of different arguments are going to come up that you didn't expect or that you weren't ready for. And I don't think you should jump to, oh, that's a sign that we're, we shouldn't be together, mm-hmm. that this is going to work out. Like that's, that's what happens in a relationship, in a real, you know, ongoing relationship. It's going to happen because you're two different people. So don't be, don't shy away from that. Yeah. And people are going to have differing views, but I think if you can kind of work it out, like even if you have an argument, I think it teaches you a lesson and you learn something new about that person and it just brings you kind of closer together to work it out unless you can't work it out and then you're screwed. Yeah. And I feel like there's also a big difference between having a disagreement and an argument, you know, Mm -hmm. you can have a disagreement and just not agree on certain things and then talk it out or you can have an argument, which is still a disagreement, but at the same time, it's probably more, I don't know, uh, I mean, what would be the word for that? It's just more... It's like yelling and screaming. Yeah, it's just more uh, not good. We'll stay... I can't <laughs> think of the word, so we're going to say not good. Bad. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's the word right there. That's what I was looking for. More bad. But uh, but yeah, so definitely, I mean, if you can keep it to just a disagreement type level, yeah, definitely keep it at that because arguments are just uh, unnecessarily bad. And, th- and something I just thought of um, in terms of like, it's the keeping the romance alive. I think, um, again, with the phase, you guys go out together all the time. Maybe you go out to eat really often because that's kind of your thing or it's exciting or you, you go spend money at the movies. And then after that, you're kind of like both probably low on money. Broke, and, yeah, broke. <laughs> um, so I would say not to expect that lifestyle for so long. True. After a while, you guys, I mean, in a good relation, you know, it's just like, you can do other things with, by still having fun. You can cook dinner with each other or do other things that are going to be just as fun, but not make you broke. Yeah, tear coupons out the newspaper together. I mean, you can <laughs> have a good time. Perfect. <laughs> I think that transitions into our next segment. Tips appreciated. Kirsten? All right, that was tips appreciated. Um, today we're going to do Valentine's Day on a budget. So some ideas, some gifts ideas, or some cute dates that you can do for... Some pocket change. Yes. First one we got is handmade items. And, you know, people think this is like for your mom, it's a good gift, but it's also good for your significant other. That's true. Stuff can be like, like really cute. Like I was saying earlier, like mixtapes are adorable. Like people used to give people each other mixtapes of songs that like remind them of the person that you're dating. And I think that's really adorable. Especially if you both are into music. You know? Yeah. Like you guys know what songs you guys both like to listen to together mm-hmm. if you're driving or something and if you just put that all in one place that's really i think that's special i agree that person can play it when you're not there it all works out yeah yeah especially if you both like the same kind of music because you know it's one thing to give your significant other a mixtape and it's got you know i don't know bluegrass or something some some country music and you don't <laughs> like country and you're just like wow this is horrible you know but if y'all like the same type of stuff then it's gonna definitely work out I want a mixtape with Crazy Frog on it. Hey, I want a mixtape with Crazy Frog <laughs> on it. Hey. That's, I didn't think of that, though. Like, if you guys have really different tastes, maybe just appreciate they gave you a mixtape, I Yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. Like, just give them a mixtape of songs that they like, you know? But the person who's making it should at least try to make it 
you know, to personal. the other person's likes. Yeah, and yeah. Like personal memories and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, I guess you gotta use a CD now. That's true. I know the people still make little cassette tapes. Nah, just get on Spotify like, and make a playlist. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't have anywhere to play this. Sorry. Spotify playlist I made you. <laughs> that's uh, less you sincere, though. CD, write some, put some stickers on it or something. Oh, that's cute. You know, write and marker. You still, you can still do that. True. What about other handmade stuff, guys? Um, This is a good one, I think. But it's it's like a memory jar, and you just have to get, you know, a mason jar of some sort. And then what you do is you write a bunch of memories on different slips of paper, Um. And you can, a lot of people, they fold it like cranes or like stars, mm -hmm. or if you're not creative, just fold it. You know. In a ball. <laughs> that would <laughs> be me. That would be me. Step on it. But like put it on like cute, different color construction paper. And it's just random memories that you think of when you're there. But, you know, writing it by yourself, you just think of random times together. And then when you're away and they're feeling like they miss you, they can take one out at a time and read it. That's cute. And Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That actually made me feel... Maybe feel some type of way, Clark. I don't know. I'm feeling good. And man. they last a while. Cause that feel nice. You can do like you know, you can do like I don't know, thirty. I'm making up a random number, <laughs> but a lot of times, you know, they just maybe they forget the jar and then they see it and they're like, oh, I can read one of these, and oh, then true. they they will think of all those memories and stuff. So I think it's really cute. I think it'd be good to like go an extra step with that and be like, go relive some of the memories. Like be like, oh hey, remember this one time we went to this special park that we like? Like actually go to the park and. True. Reminisce. That's a good idea. Because otherwise you're just kind of getting paper. Yeah, but this <laughs> is like when you're not there. I, I get that. But I'm saying like, as a gift. Wait, if you're speaking together. of not there, did you guys, uh, did you, have you guys ever heard of the invention created? It was a, uh, it was like a pillow, right? Yeah. yeah, you know that pillow where I guess it'll start lighting up when the your like lovers, yeah, on the pillow or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and then you get on the pillow. <laughs> yeah, it's so that's just nasty, man. It's just weird. I mean, you're just like mad, waiting for them to get the light to turn on. Yeah, you're like yeah, you yeah. said, you were home from the bar, and yeah, you said you were going to be home at nine thirty. Again, no jealousy, guys. Like this pillow on. is still not lit. Yeah, they were saying like some people just put some bricks on their pillow or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm home. <laughs> it's like your cat's laying on it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But yeah, that's that's. I guess that's a good gift if some people like it like that. I mean, right. some people, they're the ways they think about their other is like I don't know. It just depends how you think about each other. Some people think that's like weird, but some people think it's cute. I think it could be cute in certain contexts. You just it depends who you are. You yeah, know? don't judge. Context. Don't yeah. judge. I would say try not to judge relationships. Like if you think people are clinging, like maybe they like being clinging with each other or dependent or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you know, but that's an option. <laughs> Um, Lit. So yeah, the memory jar is good, especially if you've been in a long relationship, because there's a lot of things you guys may forget. Yeah. And a tip to do this is you can look through your phone at like pictures, and then just from like a long time ago, and that might help your memory yourself if you're, you know, you can't think of anything. Even doing like a scrapbook, like along the same line, like with those pictures, like that'd be really cute. And I remember high school, senior year, Kirsten Clark over here <laughs> gave everybody like these oh, picture frames, and it was like full of pictures of her with us and everything and it was really cute and i totally forgot i did that it's still on my drawer at home oh you look at that <laughs> i felt so i felt so kind Friendship but what's, at its finest. what's funny is it was like every person it was um a collage of just me and them in pictures like selfies and stuff it was cute. so it was a lot of pictures of me but true you know honestly that's pretty interesting though i can see that being a kind of a hit because i mean this is the day and age of the selfie of the mm -hmm. pictures in general like it's so easy to take a picture I mean, it can't be that hard to, you know, print a couple pictures out yeah. and then make a little scrapbook of your memories and stuff. I mean, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, you can go through Walmart and just have, from your phone, you can just send them pictures and they'll print it out mm -hmm. and then you pay, obviously. But And I think they can make a scrapbook for you. 
So that's that's cool. True. It's kind of weird, but abusive people like <laughs> tend to <laughs> they tend to like what burn photos because like of their significant other that they're abusing. Um, because like photos oh, are like gosh. very. I don't know, people hold them dearly. And so I think I relate to that. Like, pictures are so nice. Like, so as a gift, they're good. But make sure you're not... Don't burn them. <laughs> but I think that's... It's like a scary movie thing. <laughs> but pictures are nice. Yeah, right. so I know who you are if you're burning my pictures. <laughs> I'm getting the, I'm getting the heck away from you. Um, another thing we thought of is coupon books. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Uh, I was Well, is mine is not for food. Mine Wait, is not food not actual coupon books wait they're for what (laughs) okay so this is kind of lame but um basically you just write out random stuff like free hug wait what (laughs) just a hug you've never heard of? i know i can't think of any right now um i'll take you out to dinner or yeah free back massage or i'll wash your car um one free load of dishes which is lame but (laughs) you just write a bunch of random ones and then and then I guess what you cash them in. Yeah, although most people don't cash them. Yeah, in, like, most people ever. keep them because it's like a cute sentimental thing. Yeah. Which is also why it's a good gift because you don't got to yep. do anything. You win both ways. <laughs> you look charitable, but then you don't have to do anything. Exactly. Nah, that's messed up, man. I thought you were talking about like, you know, buy one Chick Fil A sandwich, get a second one free, or something like that. You know, like I'm trying to get one of those. I What's that? Ladies at? out there. Yeah. <laughs> get Marcus. My ladies. I, don't, I hate coupons. Just because holla at a player. Get me a real them. coupon book. You know, let me get some free Chick-fil-A sandwiches or something, you know? My roommate loves coupons. She does. She uses them every single day, so. She always has them on the fridge. <laughs> she buys coupon books. That's amazing, though. It's a good option, again, if you're Valentine's Day on a budget, use some coupons. Oh, that's true. But And a lot of places have Valentine's Day deals. Yeah. So just Google it, like, wherever city you're in, uh, and then deals, and you could probably find a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's a little extra shit for you guys. <laughs> All right, outdoor activities. That's another thing that yes. you could uh, do. We have um, ice skating. Yeah, it's kind of a weird one, especially if you live here in Florida because it's a little rare. But they have ice skating rinks yeah. in like big cities, and it's a fun little outing. Like you can hold hands on the ice and try not to fall and die. <laughs> Cut the nah, other person's that. arm. Hey, trust me, I used to go ice skating, and um, I would try to hold people's hands who didn't know how to ice skate, and then we'd both just end up getting hurt. That's true. They'd just be like. I mean, clinging on to me for dear life when they be falling. And then, of course, I can't just grab all their weight like that. So we both just hit the ice. Make sure you uh, just grab the side of the wall or whatever when you go on ice skating. If you can't skate, don't grab onto me because we both going to get hurt. Yeah. If somebody falls, you're going down with them. But But, I think that's cute. Yeah, it's like uh, it's pretty exciting because a lot of people don't go ice skating often. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could if you have to travel like an hour, it's like a little fun trip. And then... Maybe try out something one of you hasn't done before, and uh, it's cold, so... Cozy up? Nope, wear jackets. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure, that hot cocoa. <laughs> that hot cocoa. <laughs> Yo, is, that actually a, uh, is that actually a romantic drink, hot cocoa? I mean, people talk about I mean, it like it is. if you're cold and you actually are, like, I mean, like in the up winter, and you maybe? have, like, cocoa. It's cute. Cocoa. Cocoa. Okay, all right. All right, but that's not really an outdoor activity. That's I guess it's true. an activity that you can just do. But there's other ones, like picnics. Those are cute. See, I think people talk about picnics a lot, but no one actually goes on picnics. So follow through, plan a picnic. Don't tell the other person. Maybe have it all planned out or all the food bought or whatever. And then just be like, hey, let's go do this. And they're like, what? And then you take them to this place and you do a picnic. Yeah. And if you got food like at home, you can use that. You don't got to really go out and spend a lot of money. Exactly. You could even do like a va- like flowers in the middle, like make mm-hmm. it cute. You know, like 
I don't know, some people do rose petals or something. But um, I, I feel like a, a lot of people would appreciate something like that, especially if they weren't expecting it. Yeah. And if it's a cute location, that's even better. Like, don't go to, like, a parking lot <laughs> and just, like, sit there. <laughs> The campus or something. Yes. Hey, nah, if you put a blanket over it, it's going to look all right. You Marcus know? is like, let's go to a picnic in the rights. Let's get some uh Yeah, let's head over to the rights, get some Panda Express. The dumpsters outside. Let's sit by those. Oh, my gosh. I, I got more standards than that. Come I, on. I now. hope so. I mean, right outside the dumpsters. But again, there's also, like, different stuff you can do, like ghost hunting. Like, there's like, a lot of ghost tours around. Like, I feel like every city, like, has a good ghost tour. So I got wait, you into what? the spooky stuff, you know. Get that Danny Fountain Phantom. <laughs> yeah, it's going to Wait, wait, wait. Ghost tours like yeah. go and look at a ghost. Have you not heard of those? No. It's like what? a tour guide brings a group of people around and you walk to like the haunted areas of town and they tell you like all these haunted stories and like ghost stories. What? And I know the one in Ocala um like they claimed there was like a ghost on this back porch, and when you actually walked back there, like it got cold, which was really scary because it was like a hot night, but it was really cold, which nah, is like a sign the there's a ghost on, there. Man. They got the That's AC. what I assumed, but it was scary. But no, they're really fun to go to. Oh, St. Augustine, have you not? That's they're known for ghost stores. I've never been to one in St. Augustine. What? Oh, I've never goodness. been to St. Augustine. Key West has you guys great are killing ghost stores. me. No, Key West, go there, girl. But no, those are cute, and the girl or boy gets scared, and and then what? You get to you get to hold their hand. You get to run away. <laughs> No, yeah, but if like, you don't know what a ghost tour is, you just, like she said, you just go with a group of people and you could stand in the back or something, I don't know, to make it <laughs> cuter. <laughs> cuter. Because you're alone. To be alone. But, uh, and then they tell you really cool historical facts and a lot of times it's like where places where uh, people have died. <laughs> romantic. <laughs> That's romantic, huh? That's romantic. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it is. Like a lot of people will go on like... To scary movies for the first dates because like it's like a scary thing so it is a little romantic. But then there's always that downer who doesn't like scary stuff. Yeah, True. but like scary movies a little bit different from like going somewhere where they tell you actual people have like died here. Nah, because it's really you know? fun and it's really interesting. It really you, you need, need to do really one. Scared. It really is fun. You should go. Let's go. All right, let's, Day. let's do it. Yeah. Um, one time I uh, they gave me like this detector thing that had lights Ooh. on it and so you point it around and see if there's any ghosts around you or something. Mm-hmm. I forget what they measured, but. It was really cool. Yeah, and knowing Key West, there's, like, this old theater that was, like, abandoned, and if you put your hands up to, like, the glass windows in front, like, you can feel, like, something tapping you on the other side, and they claim it's, like, the ghost ki- children, like, tapping your fingers. And... The ghost children? Yeah. It's just, like, an actor, like, over and over. Probably. All, yeah, they got some guy day. in a suit, so you can't see him just <laughs> tapping on the glass. But no, it was amazing. But, yeah, that's cute if you make sure you both are into it. But Yeah. Um, and then we have Planetarium, which is really cool. It's my personal fave. What's the Planetarium again? That's where you go to like see the planets and stuff. There, it's. I'm thinking of like an observatory, maybe. I don't know if it's the same thing. Uh, where, yeah. Like, you, you learn more. It's more like reading on the walls and stuff. Okay, then maybe I'm thinking observatory, but like it's what I'm thinking of is like the giant dome you go in, and there's like stars all above the sky, and you just kind of look at that and. Like the constellations move and it's really romantic. It's cute. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it's they have one at Santa Fe actually. Mm-hmm. But you just sit in this huge dome and you like the seats are kind of tilted back so you can see up. Mm-hmm. And then you turn all the lights off and it it looks like you're outside. And then the stars they can kind of go back in time, show you stuff from history, mm-hmm. like constellations or what it looks like now. It's really really cool actually. And I think there's some that aren't even like really educational. Like you just go just for the purpose of like looking up at it because it's really pretty. And I like that. Those have seen La La Land, they dance around one. Oh, so. True. See, I've always wanted to be proposed to in one. Seriously? In a planetarium? Yeah, it's really cute. 
Hmm. It's too dark. I'd be like, it. where are you? See, that, that's my favorite. <laughs> I love oh, the yeah, okay. true, true, true. <laughs> But there's literally so many other people in there, too, usually. It depends where you go. I, like, I've heard this one story. I think this is actually from Friends or something. But, like, Ross was telling Rachel he would, like, propose to her in, like, a planetarium that he rented out with just the stars above them uh, and them alone. And it would be really cute. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Wait, wait, wait. Kind of off stars. topic, but, like, I mean, do you guys have, and if you do have, what would the place you would want to be proposed to be? I just told you. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, like, I'm asking Clark now. Okay, okay. I have never really thought about it, honestly. I mean, I thought about it, but I got no answer, so. No, I really, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Disney's cute, but that's kind of a cop-out, oh, like. Oh, no, I've always wanted to be proposed in front of the Magic Kingdom castle during the fireworks show. Yeah, that's really cute. That's gross. But I feel no. like I'd like be embarrassed to say that later on in life. What? No. It's so dope. It's so to me cute, at Mickey's though. Magic Kingdom. But I really like Disney, so I mean, I wouldn't be that ashamed. Planetarium, I've never thought of. That's cute, but it's kind of dark. Yeah, you won't be able to see nothing. Exactly. They'd be like, will you marry me? You say yes. You don't. You realize, like that it wasn't even, the stars are all. It wasn't even your boyfriend who proposed. It was somebody <laughs> it's else. It's like the janitor walking in. Yeah, it was somebody else, man. He's no. like, yeah, sure. No, I think about this stuff. Probably too much, I should say. <laughs> but yeah, you don't have any. You don't have any thoughts about it, Marcus. You don't. Um, I mean, I used to think like, hey, like let's take her somewhere, kind of secluded, just because I know that uh, proposing to somebody can be a really, uh, I don't know, stressful event if they are uh, in, yeah, in public. So I was like, you know, let me take her somewhere maybe secluded to do that. But then um, I just can't think of anywhere I would I would want to take her secluded. You know. Yeah, you gotta make sure you know your person, like your significant other, well enough if they. Mm-hmm. Are not going to like crowds and stuff. Do not put them in that situation yeah. where they are embarrassed or something. Like that's just, they're yeah. not going to like, they're not going to remember that in a good way usually. I mean, a lot of great videos on YouTube yes. and beyond of people uh, getting proposed to in terrible no. situations and just rejecting the guy. And it's just, uh, it's brutal. There's some wild ones where they even like accept it. Like there's one where some dude like pretends to fall off a roof of this really tall building but below them is like this big balloon that he lands on and oh it's like, i remember that yeah, it's like yeah, will you marry yeah. me and the girl's like crying and she thinks he's like dead <laughs> and she's like oh yeah i'll marry you i guess oh my god i'll marry you i mean i guess i thought i was gonna have to bury you <laughs> <laughs> literally but oh crazy. you said mary i thought you said bury <laughs> <laughs> no it's wild okay um next tip is some indoor activities you could do yeah like home stuff yeah, if you, you know, a lot of times if you've been together a while, Valentine's Day is kind of overrated or whatever, you kind of, you do your own thing as the year goes on. So if you just feel like staying at home, uh, a common thing to do is to like make your own movie box thing, which they actually sell at Target now. It's like really? popcorn, but um, there's room in the center where there's two boxes of candy and like three bags of popcorn, which is a lot, but it's like seven bucks. And then... You can buy a movie, but they're kind of expensive, so you could just be like, we're going to watch something on Netflix. Okay, that's cool. I'm glad that you uh, you finished that sentence, because you were like, you know, just go ahead and make a movie. Make a movie. Box. I was like, oh, okay, all right, cool, cool, You're cool. You're going to watch a movie with so candy. Say, uh, yeah. Netflix and chill. 18 and up? Stop it. Well, that's cute if you got, I mean, it's kind of low-key, but. It is. Especially if you're watching, like, a movie that even, like, means something to you. Like, if it's, like. Oh the person's favorite movie and you just kind of like pull it out or like pull it up on Netflix or something. They're just like, oh, how cute. You like remember That's my favorite true. movie or something. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, yeah. What was our favorite movie, Kelsey? What's, what's that <laughs> one? You. The one with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. He's oh, thinking, Disturbia? No. Nah. Yeah, oh. Disturbing. That's no one's favorite movie. <laughs> no. It's good though. Watch Disturbia. 
Uh, Valentine's Sixth Sense. I would cry and I would love the person. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to date Kelsey, just yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to date my good old friend Kelsey, go ahead and uh, just just plug in Disturbia. No, Disturbia. Sixth, Sixth Sense. Sense. Yeah, I still need to watch that movie. I haven't seen it yet. I agree. It's the best movie in the world. Um, but yeah, movies are cute, but also stuff like board games. Like I'm notorious, I think, for liking trivia. So get out of here. We're just telling you ways to be with Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, ways to hey ways to be with Kelsey. But, but no, I think a lot of people can enjoy like like a game night, like you know, like play different board games and just have a night in and you know have just a little make, competition. Make sure uh, you got board game for two people, yeah. you know, because a lot of board games are more than two people. But Mancala, Othello, Uno, those are all two people. Yeah, players. make sure you bring your game face because I am not playing to lose. <laughs> like or even um. Video games, obviously. Sure. Mario Kart or something. Except if you get mad when you're competitive, then don't do, yeah, that. Don't do that. There's a lot of people who like will get upset, and it's like, you're they just like, having fun. Just ruined Valentine's <laughs> I hate you because you won Monopoly. Run you out the apartment. <laughs> I can't believe you. Can you play Monopoly with two people? Yeah, yeah you can, but it'll be, yeah, it'll be dreadfully slow. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even sound with fun. With my sister, and it was not good. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't play Monopoly like that anymore. It's too long. It's way too long. Yeah, indoor stuff is cute. Like, just stay at home, make some dinner, watch a movie, play True. a game. If you, if you don't normally cook, you know, if you're kind of young, if someone makes a dinner for the other person, um, obviously if you're older, this is, like, a casual thing to do. But if you don't do it often, then that's a really cute thing to do. Surprise them with dinner. Oh, yeah, you know, nice. I, I make my girl a nice little bowl of Fruit Loops, throw some Frosted Flakes on top. Oh. Ew, on top. that's a nasty combination. It is. What? I mean, I never tried it, but it sounds all right. I feel like most cereal can kind of go together well. Yeah, I mean, because, like, the Frosted Flakes got the little frost and then the... Sugar. Yeah, and the little sugar. <laughs> the frost. And then the Fruit like Loops, ice. they got the, you know, the fruit. The uh, sugar. The yeah, I mean, sugar. the sugar on the sugar, man. It's just a win combination. Maybe make something better than that. A little bit. But a special K, come on. <laughs> Throw some Captain Crunch in there. <laughs> some oatmeal. Some warm no, meal. No. Oh, no. Oatmeal's a way to ruin the night. Unless you love oatmeal. What do you... Does that, like... Kill you? No, I've had bad experience. Yo, I'll tell you. I'll tell you real quick. So check this out, right? Uh, in middle school, I used to hate oatmeal, right? And then one day I started liking it, and I used to eat it every day. Oh no! Every day, sometimes like two, three times a day. Like it was bad. And then I even did a presentation in eighth grade on, on oatmeal. oatmeal. I really did. I did a presentation on oatmeal. Then one day I tried it again, right? And I was just sick to my stomach. I was like, I will never eat this again. And I never did. And now anytime I think about it or hear it, I just, ah, no way. I'm not about it. Not about it. What a weird story. Bad time in my life. That's me with a certain kind of cereal. Like, because I eat cereal over like every single morning, mostly. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll eat the same kind. And then I'll get so sick of it, I cannot eat it again. That's me with most cereals, except actually Special K. Like the Chocolatey Delight. Oh, I got that now. Oh, yes. My fave. So oh, good. Okay, Special K. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. Make me some of that on Valentine's Day. I tried out a different one that was like kind of similar, not the same. Uh-oh. Really? Not so Special K. True. Not so spe- Special J, more like. Special J. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so next tip for a relatively cheap Valentine's Day um, this is just a tip overall, not really something to do. Mm-hmm. But you guys should need to decide what Valentine's Day means to both of you. Yeah. So, a lot of people really love Valentine's Day. It's a huge deal for them. They expect a lot from you. Maybe, you know, going out to eat, flowers, all that stuff. And then a lot of people 
want it low key. They don't like the idea of it. So I think it's really important to even, you don't have to like have a formal conversation about it, but make sure beforehand, you know, where the other person sits on Valentine's day. Even if you set like a price limit, be like, this is how much I want to spend on your gift and see if that's like reasonable with the other person. I think that's really good to do because otherwise somebody might buy you like a new car. Like that's a little extreme. A and then new the other car. <laughs> and then the other person might buy you like a toothbrush. And <laughs> it's like, there's just a weird little off. Balance. And even when they say they don't care, they really do. That's true. Don't trust people. You'd be like, oh, toothbrush. That's great. Thank you it. so much. They're going to hold it against you. True. Unless you get them a Gangnam Style toothbrush. Which I have received, and it was great. All right then. <laughs> yeah, but really, Clark is right. I mean, uh, like me personally, like I never really cared about Valentine's Day. So, um, I mean, because in my mind, I felt like, uh, why take this special day to go out and appreciate a loved one? I mean, we should really have Valentine's Day every day if you're in a relationship. So I was like, Lame. every day, should, no, me and seriously, like every day should be like that nice, you know? And I'm like, if I'm going out of my way for this one day, like I just feel like it's just kind of bootleg so see i i get that point but also again i'm not going to spend money on dinner and stuff every day for you like i think it's more about celebrating the relationship than being like oh i love you like it's more about kind of again reminding yourself of everything that you love about the other person and a chance for you guys to come together have a plan and have just a really nice night that you might not have time or money to do otherwise yeah like you can love people like every day but it's kind of skipping ahead to our next tip, which is appreciate them today, but also appreciate them forever. So it's like, you can love them every day, but I think Valentine's Day, even though it's like a commercial capitalism evil thing, I think it's really a way for people to come together and just be like, hey, like, I appreciate you, and I know I don't tell you every day, but like, this is how I feel all the time. See, that's what I we should do. It. We should just tell them every day. I mean, I then think we don't need Valentine's Day. That's common to say it every but day, but I don't know. Who's going like, to like baby I appreciate like, you. No one's going to say that every single day though. Here's a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> um I also think we can't complain too much about it cuz I think it's just a time everyone's ha- well. There's those downers that are like I'm single. Yeah. Like this is the worst day of the year. Hey, love yourself on Valentine's no, I Day. Think that's, love yourself. Such an obnoxious way to think. It is. Um again, yeah, love yourself and realize it's just odd. it's just a day. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a relationship, you probably love it, so don't be so bitter. Yeah, I mean, love is not just relationship love. I mean, that's what it's been stereotyped to be. But, I mean, you know, there's all sorts of love. So if you love yourself, you love your friends, you love your mama, I mean, whatever, you know? Yeah. I love you guys. Oh, I love you too. What you get me? Yeah, bro, you got me that coupon or what? Uh, Yeah. Where you at? (laughs) Actually, we're going to play trivia. Yeah. All right. Never mind. (laughs) Torture. No. And then just as a quick little side thing, like, if you can't be with your partner on Valentine's Day, like, it's not the end of the world. Like, maybe try to plan something in advance or like after the fact like yeah, when you will see each other the day itself you know people get freaked out like yeah oh. the day does not matter at all i mean if you're gonna celebrate it then like as long as you celebrate it someday like that's all that really matters yeah and like you can still like send each other gifts and be there like again like the pillow thing where you're both touching it <laughs> or even just like a skype call you know like just talk to the person i wonder how much that pillow thing costs probably too much how much you think I'm thinking like forty dollars. Oh my gosh! I'll look it up while you uh, introduce our next segment. All right, last segment is listeners' choice. No. All right, and the question we've got for today is uh, when to call it official, when to say you are together. This is from Abby D. Abby D. Thank you, Abby, for your question. You uh, question so good. We created the segment listeners' choice. So if you guys have any questions, please send them in to just really quick. Uh, Sound advice podcast at gmail.com and we will 
feature you in this segment. Yes, and there's also a send email button on our Facebook page. So if you just want to hit that, and you can send your email directly from there. Man, technology. Gotta love it. But do we have to love each other when we might be together or not? That is the question. So when to say you're official? When That's kind of hard. Obviously, it depends on the relationship. It depends where you met. It depends how long you've been seeing each other. Mm-hmm. I think in today's day and age, the whole talking thing's a big a big buzzword. Oh, we're talking. You know, what does that mean? Like, I'm talking to people all the time. So what does the term talking actually mean? Well, I mean, I guess it means that, uh, that you're talking as more than just friends. Because, I mean, if you're just going to say, oh, yeah, we're talking, then, I mean, that's just really redundant. It's like, obviously, if you're hanging out with this person, you're probably talking to them. No, I mean, people use that as, like, when you kind of are about to get together, but we're not. True. But even when you're in that situation yourself, like, how do you know when you're talking to someone? Like, what if it's totally platonic for you, but the other person is like, oh, we're, like, flirting or something? Have you ever been in that situation? Um, I guess. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I feel like if you're going to say we're talking, then it's it's mutual that you both are at least somewhat interested in each other. I mean, but then again, you don't really know until until somebody kind of says it. Because, I mean, anybody can think that you're flirting or that you're interested until, you know, you, you reveal the curtain and, you know, there's nothing there or there's something there. I mean, I remember our friend was, this, was trying to decide when him and his girlfriend got together and he was picking between um, their first date or when they went Facebook official. Mm-hmm. I think I can't remember if there's another one, but obviously it's a big question for a lot of people like, oh, when was... When did we officially, what day did we officially get together? Like, what do I tell my friends when they ask me who you are? Um, And I think it's hard to kind of actually have a conversation with each other about it because you're still in the very early ages, usually, of the relationship. Um, But I don't know. I think I would hope that one of you would ask the other one officially, Mm -hmm. you know, do you want to go out with me? Because I think if that question is never asked and there's, again, one person that feels way more than the other and, oh, he's, he's... we're together and they you've never officially stated with the other person they can be going around with other people think it's okay and you're you know you're gonna be upset so i think the question should be asked even if you have to do it possibly yeah like there's not like clear lines in your relationship like if you don't know where you stand then that's a problem and if you're afraid to like tell people what your status is like i don't know it's just that's a big thing. thing if you're afraid to say because you're not sure that's a red flag for you then you need to clear it up with that other person Unless you kind of like the middle stage, but if you really do want to know, I would say um, you might have to just, again, ask them and say, hey, do you, you know, I like, I have feelings for you. Where is this relationship going? So you don't mm-hmm. string them along. They don't string you along. True. Yeah, that works. Also, I'd say, uh, you know how, at least I feel like natural, like if you're going to naturally re- like proceed into a relationship, then, you know, usually there's not like an official day that it that you can really pinpoint sometimes. So, I mean... I guess that what you should try to do is uh, just once you really feel like the relationship is actually becoming a relationship, then that's when you really pop out that question real quick. Pop it out real quick. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when you if you when to call it official, uh, I, I, I personally think when the question is asked, when do, what do you guys say specifically? Or you don't? I don't know. 
like once it's Facebook official, <laughs> it's truly official, okay? Some people once think it's that. Facebook official. Is that what you really think? No. Oh. <laughs> Some people, yeah, do think that. But I don't know. I feel like maybe you want to be private about your relationship at first. So, like, it can start beforehand. But, again, I think I agree with you. Like, it's when the question is asked, or at least when the topic's addressed. Marcus? Um, yeah, I, I'd guess, like, I'd say pretty much the same thing. Like, when, when you really ask the question, mm-hmm. or, uh, yeah, I guess when you ask the question, I feel like that's, I mean, that's really when you truly know. Yeah. I mean, definitely not when it's Facebook official for me, just because, I mean, I don't use Facebook seriously at all. So, I mean, most likely if I am in a relationship, you're not going to know just by checking <laughs> Facebook. So, But if you're that type of a social media person, you know, that might be it for you. So, gauge what you think is the answer. And then, you know, the person you're talking to, really just communication. True. And I feel like if you don't know your, like, official anniversary date, like, you should probably ask the person, like, when do you think our anniversary is? Like, let's talk about this. That's, like, especially down the line, because obviously, like, like, if you want to celebrate or something, and uh, they celebrate a day before you thought it was or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I say just make it, uh, just make your own day, man. Just make some random day if you don't know. national day. True. Yeah, make it Valentine's Day. What the (laughs) heck? Nah, that'd be sad. You like dating two months before. True. All right, Valentine's Day is up. Yeah, welcome to our <laughs> two-month anniversary, Valentine's Day. Extravaganza. Extravaganza, yeah. All right, so we can move on to our question. Um, also by Abby D. Abby D, coming out with that. a question. On fire, Abby, what's up? Number one fan. Thanks for listening, girl. <laughs> yeah, thanks. All right, so what are your thoughts on ghosting? Uh-oh. So ghosting, uh, if you're unfamiliar, is basically just leaving someone's life without notifying them Mm -hmm. whether it be stop texting them stop seeing them stop getting back to them you kind of disappear from their life without notice yes and usually immediate so what are your thoughts this is a tough one because i feel like it's not a good thing to do but i feel like i would totally do it if i was in a certain situation because i I don't know like if you don't want to talk to somebody it can be hard to kind of like tell them like straight up hey I don't like you I don't want to speak to you anymore like it's easier to just kind of disappear and like wait for them to get a hint and stop messaging you I think it depends on the situation if you're on tinder do not feel obligated to like talk to them forever if they're being weird or annoying or you just definitely don't see it go anywhere like just ghost them I don't think maybe that's rough if you've actually been if if you've been talking for a while you know you want to have respect for them Mm -hmm. but if it's really just kind of a first thing I would say you totally can do that without worrying about it um, but if it's on campus and you meet this person, uh, if there's a chance of you seeing them in the future in, in person, I think it's a big deal not to do that because they might approach you or something. So Yeah, you guys are brutal. <laughs> I mean, I forget which book it is. Maybe it was To Kill a Mockingbird? I don't know. It probably wasn't. But it was some <laughs> book. Where this is going. Deep. No, it was some book where there was this quote, and it was right in the beginning of the book. I wish I would remember the main character's name or something but uh had to read it in high school it was one of the high school essentials mm-hmm. and um it was about this boy and he said uh he said a bad goodbye is worse than no goodbye so you know if you're gonna like try to i guess uh cut relations with somebody i mean even a bad goodbye or a bad way to cut it is better than just you ghosting you <laughs> said worse a bad goodbye is worse than... Oh, really? I said that? Oh. <laughs> That's why I was better. Well, I, I totally messed it up then. Yeah. A bad goodbye is better than no goodbye. <laughs> okay, I was like, you're agreeing with us? Yeah. bad goodbye is better. Or no goodbye is worse. Whichever one you want. I forget what the actual quote is. I, I think we know what you're trying to say. But yeah. Yeah. yeah so... Yeah. But I... Again, like, although I would do it, I don't advocate ghosting. <laughs> like, I think at some point you owe somebody 
like some closure like tell them straight up like hey this is why i don't want to talk to you um i don't know like if you leave them hanging it's not good and they're gonna be like wondering about it for a while and they may like spite you if you tell them like goodbye like a bad goodbye but they also will probably spite you more if you just like leave them hanging yeah and i i didn't mean as in do it but the tender thing i think you don't a lot of times you don't have connection to any of these people yeah and yeah like if it's like that yeah nobody cares yeah, man. Tender's superficial. I mean, leave those guys alone yeah, but, and just, you know, especially if they're being weird or whatever. But if, I agree, if you're in some kind of relationship, any, fr- especially, in, honestly, a friendship too, mm-hmm. um, that could be really, really hurtful to people um, in terms of maybe how long you've been together, or I mean, how long you've been friends. So an explanation's hard, but it's really necessary. Again, it's a closure. Like, if you go someone, they're not going to know what to do. They're not going to know if they should contact you, if they should wait for you. It's really unfair to the other person. True. But also another thing, like, sometimes it may not even be ghosting. Like, you might be interpreting it wrong. Like, I mean, if you message True. them, like, over and over, I know that'll seem like they're ghosting. I mean, they probably are. But, like, I know for me, like, I have a lot of long-distance friends. And, like, we won't, we'll go, like, long periods without messaging either, each other. But, like, we don't get offended by it because it's, like, we have our own lives. We're busy. But eventually we'll catch up. So, I mean, if you think they're, like, ghosting you, maybe try to look up context clues better. Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, you know, we all got those friends. We all got those friends where, uh, you know, you don't talk to them for periods of time, and y'all know y'all are still homies and mm-hmm. stuff. Now, for the people who are who don't feel that way, I mean, chances are y'all aren't good friends. And if you are good friends and you still feel like they're ghosting you, then, I mean, something must have happened as to where you think that. I mean, something, some kind of situation or argument or something. I don't know. True. I think you know when someone's actively ignoring you. Yeah. Um, if, if you guys don't talk a lot, you know, I, you know. It's, it's if you reach out for a little bit and then you reach out again, you know, reach and, out a yeah. few times and there's no answer or they like you could see they read it or mm-hmm. they see you see them on other social media. True. Um, then that's a big um, that's a big thing. But. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yo, I got ghosted and I was salty. Really? I was salty. What's the story? Yeah. It happened this semester. Yeah. It was just this person I was trying to talk to. Not even like romantically. I was just like, yo, I met this person. I was like, hey, they're really cool. Like I'm trying to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. And then I hit him up. I was like, hey, you want to hang out? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, I know she saw the message. She's tripping. Like, I know she saw the message. Like, she, she, she might pretend like she didn't. Now, I know she saw it. But she's just, she was just flagging. And maybe she thought it was because, like, I was trying to be romantic. But I really wasn't. I was just like, yo, you're cool. I'm trying to hang out with you. I mean, I thought that's what people do when they like other people, right? Well, yeah. Sadly, I think it's not you at all. But it's just like. If a guy's like, yo, you want to hang out after I just met you? Yeah, there's a weird connotation. And it's, again, it's not you, but I just think that's how people think because of yeah. what they've been through, what they've seen happen. Yeah, yeah. But again, though, like, if you don't know why, like, maybe do try to clarify, like, your intentions and be like, hey, I was just talking to you for this reason. I'm sorry if I upset you. And if they still ghost you, then, like, just give up. But I mean, I think it could be beneficial to do that. Well, thank you. I will, I will take your advice. And, uh, My sound advice. I'll take sound advice and go uh, hit her up and say, hey, sucker, stop ghosting me. I don't know about this. Yeah, don't confront them. (laughs) Be gentle. Unless they're being really rude. Stop ghosting me. I don't know if you, should you call it out if you think somebody's ghosting you? I think that just makes you look more desperate. Yeah, I would, I would feel hurt, but I would, I would probably not call it out. Yeah. Um, I could see totally where that's a good thing to do and like for your own self-respect or something but again i think especially if they don't answer it you're gonna feel worse probably you just gotta be slick with it you gotta be like hey what's up casper oh (laughs) goodbye 
That was good. That was good. <laughs> that's a little, that's a little salty though. But no, no, that's, that's, that's yeah. definitely salty. Because I would be, I would. True. I don't, but you have a reason to be salty. Yeah. So don't ghost people if you can't help it. True. Actually, you really try not to. Um, unless again, it's someone you've never met or something. Then whatever. Yeah. <laughs> amen and amen. But all right, guys. Wait before oh. we wrap up. I looked up those toys. Not toys, I guess. The things where you uh, hold your partner's hand and everything long distance. Oh, the, the pillow thing? Yeah. Uh, and this isn't necessarily the pillow. It's like a little tube thing that you hold, I guess. What? It's called Love Pals. And there's a pair you can get for ninety four ninety five. dollars Or $10,000 for the limited edition 24K gold version. Okay, that's just a joke. <laughs> $10,000. It's legitimate. I mean, yeah. But 24 like, that's just karat for gold. Publicity, I feel. True, but I'm assuming people. But what is? It? What do you mean a tube? I mean, what is it? It's just a tube. It, it looks like a cylinder, and I guess you just put your hand on top, and it lights up. Like it's a baton or something. Like I guess. But also, there's a bunch of apps that you can download, and I guess they'll hook up the same way, so you don't actually. Yeah, have to those buy are called uh, those are called GPS tracking <laughs> apps. <laughs> not what you think that's find your friend's location on your phone. That's yeah. what, that's already installed for you. There's also a shirt you can wear where you hug yourself and it feels like the other person is hugging you. That is weird. I'm curious how that works. Me too. Does it have like extra arms or something? It looks normal to me. <laughs> that's just, a, it's that's just a marketing false scheme. Advertisement. That is straight up <laughs> false Just hug yourself in this shirt only. True. Yeah, hug yourself yeah. and uh, yeah, you don't feel like somebody's hugging you. It says it yeah. replicates $60. pressure, warmth, and a heartbeat, which what? is a little... That's so weird. That's like her, the movie Her. That's True. honestly pretty scary. Like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to deal with that. You're right. But uh Like think about how it would feel if you hug yourself. No, if somebody's hugging you while you're wearing that shirt. You feel like oh, a double heart. You're like constricted. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. It's like a straight jacket. That would be weird. Like what if the other person like really was harsh to themselves and like or they put on like a dummy and then they like punched it? What? How would this work? I don't know. <laughs> And that thought, I think we're done. Yeah, here. and on that thought, yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> it's time to wrap up. But all right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, happy, happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. All happy. you lovers out there. Hope you have a great but cheap day. True. Take our advice, guys. All right, thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Peace. See ya. <laughs>